Hi, I'm Benay Dior, and welcome to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week, I interview an expert who shares wisdom that helps us be better and more successful coaches and coaching business owners. This week, I have a very dear friend of mine, Michelle Adams from Marvel Marketing House, and she is talking to us all about how to create a content plan for your coaching business. Now, I interviewed Michelle, um, let's see, what was it? It was a couple of months ago, and we uh, we got some really great feedback about that episode, so if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, and she's promised to come back and give us the gold on content plans, and I am super excited. I've got my pen ready and my notebook, and I'm gonna be taking lots of notes. <laughs> so welcome, <laughs> Michelle, I'm so happy to Hi, have you today. back. <laughs> Thank you, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Yes. So why don't you set the stage for us and um, just in a nutshell statement, tell us what a content plan is just so people, people know what we're going to really be talking about and then we'll get into it. Yeah. So really having a content plan for your business just really helps you to connect with your ideal clients online. It saves you from getting up in the morning and kind of panicking, what on earth am I going to post today? Um, and that's easily where we uh, can get into that overwhelm of what, what am I going to post, what am I going to talk about. So this content plan is really a structure. It's no different to having a business plan. And in our last podcast, we talked about the eight steps to a business plan and having a content plan was one of those steps. So really excited to kind of flesh that out a bit more today. Wonderful. Okay, so in a nutshell, then content plan is a structure of the content you're going to post um, over what kind of a time frame? Like, how far out do you do your content planning? Yeah, well, it's 90 days, really. 90 content days. plan that'll last you 90 days. Wonderful. Okay, well, let's get in to like the whys. Like, why as a coaching business owner is it? Because this is a big investment of time, you know, to come up with this. Why, why is it um, important to do? Is it essential? What are your views on that? Yeah, I mean, it's actually saving you time in the long run because the amount of time that you can spend and waste doing this every day as opposed to setting aside half a day once a month or, you know, a day once a quarter, um, really then just make sure that you can, it gives you time to focus on your business and doing what you love. So... You know, we know that there's more and more people out there that are online now building a business. So it is harder to get eyeballs on your content. So it's really important to have a structure and really know what you're there to share and talk about. Um, because, you know, people are really flicking through their feed and milliseconds is really all you have to make an impression. So to create some structure and have a plan around your content and what you want to share, it's essentially walking your clients through their, the client journey. So you, we all know what a journey map is, a client journey, and we can talk about that in more detail, but it's basically, it's, it's building connections. So we know that we need to build connection now, we need people to know, like, and trust us. So it's giving them value to build connection, um, showing them who you are, being authentic, um, building your, your, your brand identity as such, and, you know, when you do this plan, and, and I know from experience for both myself in my own business and my clients, you really end up with content that sells like clockwork and you'll have clients or people that will be asking to do business with you. You don't even need to sell them anything. And that's why this is really effective. 
<laughs> I think that is probably the most compelling one. I mean, saving time and building connection is awesome. <laughs> but people coming to you and saying, hey, I want to hire you. I mean, what coach doesn't want that, right? With ease yeah, and, and grace. And we're, we're all tired of being sold to now. It's that yes. icky sales, you know, that we're just really, you can see it coming a mile away. And so when you're really authentic and you show up and you've got some real value, then, you know, people just want more of that and the right people want more of that. And you've got to be really clear with your messaging. Otherwise, you know, we know that saying, you know, if you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. So it's really, really understanding who you're talking to, defining your message and showing up are the key components. And so just creating a structure around that is really simple so that you know exactly what you're talking about every day when you get up to share a post. Wonderful. So, and we're going to get into the details mm. of that in this interview, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is <laughs> there's two types, I guess, of business offerings. You've got your product or your service. And so product is relatively easy to sell or promote, right? You know, when it comes to content, you've got your product and, you know, you, you post a picture of your product or whatever it might be. But when you're marketing a service, you're, you're, you are essentially the product. And so people buy you. And this, this is why this is really important for the success of coaches, because you need to show up and they need to connect with you. And so, um, you know, there's a bit of a science that's involved in that. And it's, you know, it's really no different to face-to-face. -to -face. Um, you just have less time. So it's really important to get this right. Yeah. So, um, I'm just wondering, like when you work with a coach, um, do you find that most of the times they they do content planning or is this like something that, that um, is revolutionary and they've never, never really tried before? They've, I honestly, the people that I've worked with, especially coaches have never really sat down and really thought about this. And so quite often what happens is they're coming to me because they are exhausted they've lost confidence, they're disillusioned with their business. Um, they're not necessarily coming to me for a content plan, they're coming to me for strategy, but the content plan is a key part of that strategy. So when we are able to be really clear about our, our vision, mission, values, our message, who we're trying to target, then our, our client's journey, all the pieces of the puzzle come together really beautifully and they walk away feeling so inspired and they've got their mojo back and they show up with confidence and clarity and peace. Mm, I'm getting goosebumps. This sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into the actual steps of how we actually can go about creating an awesome content plan that's going to inspire people to ask us for our coaching business, um, are there any other facts or things that you want to share about us about what a content plan is? I mean, you mentioned before it's 90 days. Are there any other kind of key things that we need to know about it before we move on to the actual steps? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I really want to share the three P's that I not only teach, but run my business on. And that's passion. Well, it's not really, it's, it's two P's and one I. It's passion, purpose <laughs> and impact. Um, it's positioning, passion, purpose and positioning, which is impact. So you have to be passionate about your brand, your vision and your message because it's hard work. You know, as we know, building a brand or a business, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. And so if you don't love what you do, uh, when the going gets tough, you give up. And so passion, being passionate about what you do keeps you going. Uh, and it's something that, that energizes you. So 
again, one of the key things that I'm doing with my clients now is creating a passion map, which is just really kind of brings out all the things that they're passionate about um, in both their life and business, which just really gives them a key purpose on whether they're on the right track or what they need to do to pivot. Um, but yeah, so just on that, the second is purpose. So why are you doing what you're doing? And that's, you know, what's your highest purpose? And this is something for me that was just, I was so overwhelmed by the pressure around, I have to find my purpose. And, you know, it's, it's not about you, it's how you can help others. And so that then becomes a big part of your messaging. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of taking action and taking that step and then the next step and then the next step. And then the clarity that you get from that is just, you know, it reveals itself. So purpose also in terms of what you want to say, who you're talking to um, and, and what your, your vision is for your business. And then impact is really every post, every conversation and every day that you wake up, you need to have that hunger to have an impact, to change people's lives. And honestly, that, that can sometimes scare the shit out of a lot of people. And really, it's, it's, it's only the people that have the passion, the purpose and the desire to really have an impact will succeed in growing their business. Um, and so you, you need to be clear on what you offer and have the confidence to show up. And, you know, there's people out there that are manifesting people like you right now. And so we often think, you know, I'm not good enough or other people are doing this um, or, you know, I'm not very good or whatever it might be. But, you know, who I kind of think, who are you not to do this? Because people out there do need you. And if you have fear and lack of clarity, how can you help those that need you? So you just need to show up. And that's where really having an impact and becoming an influencer in your niche is really critical to attract your ideal clients. Mm. I get that that can be really scary though. I mean, um, could you just maybe talk a little bit more about that be becoming an influencer? Because people might be thinking, oh, or maybe some people do want to become an influencer. Awesome. And maybe they're like, oh, I don't. But I, I, what I found out there in the coaching field is there are different levels of influencers. Um, you know, some are quite um, reserved and they, you know, they're not kind of always out there, but they're consistent in their, in their message and, the, and what they bring. Um, that's, that's one of the key, that's one of the key components to the steps in the content plan is in that foundation where you, uh, you need to really define your brand message or your, um, your, your storyboard, you know, your tone of voice, who are you and how are you showing up? And, you know, you can do that in line with then who you're trying to talk to and attract. And so influencer for me is not about, you know, that social influencer with, you know, 10,000 likes or followers. For me, influencer is um, having an influence on, on the people that you need to help. And so it's, it's being the guide in the hero's journey. So the hero's journey, you are not the hero in that journey, you're the guide. And so it's really being an influence for your ideal client on their journey. 
I love that. I love that, Michelle. Mm. Here, and I hope, I hope if any of you were listening and you're like, oh, but that maybe sounds a bit egotistical to, you know, make impact and blah, 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 you know, that maybe that was a good reframe for you to, to be the guide in someone else's hero's journey. And guides can come in all sorts of flavors. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Influencer doesn't have to be this big picture of success. It's just, you are one step ahead of them holding their hand, helping them along the way in their journey. And a big part of that, and this is something that I was really challenged with for a time, is you don't have to show up as someone that you're not to be that influencer as such or to be that guide. It's just you've, you've been there, you've been through the, the struggles and you understand what they're going through and you've got a solution to help them. That's being an influence on someone in any capacity really so that's to me it's 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 you know to be authentic and to show up as your true self you you're not faking it you, you you're not putting on a mask of someone that you're not but you are one step ahead of them in terms of you've got a solution for the problem that they're going through right now and you're sharing your experiences on how that how you got through that yeah love that that's great all right, Michelle, should we get into the steps of actually yeah. how you create this content plan? Yeah. And it's Look, ready. <laughs> it's, it's super simple. It's really step number one is really your vision. So creating your vision. What is your why? Why do you get up every day and do what you do? What are you passionate about? So, you know, are you passionate about your message and helping people? Um, and if you're not, the universe will stop you dead in your tracks. Trust me. So <laughs> the, the, the passion and purpose map that I do with my clients is step number one is really key to help you define your vision or get some clarity around that. So that's definitely step number one. Uh, step number two is to, is to create your brand personality, which, which I love saying brand essence. Um, what is your thing, you know, in terms of marketing terms, what's your style guide? and what makes you unique. So you need to be unapologetically you, authentic and not someone else. We just touched on that. Um, your tone of voice. So what I like to do in this step is really just on a whiteboard or a big bit of paper, just write all your keywords. You know, what, what are the words that, whether the, what you do, what you've been through, what you, what, feels right for you. It's your, your feeling words, uh, not your doing words necessarily. Um, and then highlight, so you might end up with, you know, 30 odd keywords or more. Uh, and then you want to highlight your top five. But could you give, could you give us an example of these, these feeling words? Like I, for example, I use the word awesome a lot. Would that be a feeling word or we want something else? Well, if, if you've got to think about, yeah, awesome is definitely a keyword for sure. It's, it's a, and then, um, so for me, it's passion, purpose, impact. They're my, they're my, they were, you know, three of my five keywords. Um, so it's, um, yeah, if you think about your, who you are as a person, what you do and what you offer people in terms of solutions, how does that make them feel? These are all questions that you can ask when you're looking for your keywords. Okay. Great. Okay. Anything else about brand? essence 
no, I think that's good. And well, actually what you do from there, once you've got your key, your five, three or five keywords that you've highlighted, that's how you then create your one liner. And so using those keywords, so for me, mine is building better brands with passion, purpose and impact. Um, you can see how those keywords really fit really well. And so when you add, you know, in front of that, how you help people. So I help businesses build better brands with passion, purpose and impact. Mm -hmm. Or I help people, whatever it might be for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so kind of the formula is I help X person with X solution yes. or transformation and then try to weave in your your keywords into that yes. statement yes yeah cool. but this is where it's really important that you have those feeling words in there because mm -hmm. sometimes you know if you're a lot let's just say we're a lawyer as an example you know i help people with um you know divorce or property settlements if you're a family lawyer um i'm not very inspired by that mm -hmm. and so you know an alternative to that would be you know i help women who are feeling lost and um confused um help them with their property settlements so that they feel safe or whatever it might be. You can see how those mm. keywords really can really have an impact on your one-liner. Yeah. Yeah. Just that the one word like peaceful or something mm. peaceful could, could totally change one sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Cool. Um, so then the, the third step is to uh, identify who your ideal client is. And so this was, we did flesh this out more in the eight step marketing plan uh, interview. If you want to yeah, go we'll put it, we'll put a link to that yeah. in this so people can yeah. check that one out too. It's gold. So. But this, you know, this was something, you know, I always knew from a marketing perspective that we need to um, be really clear on who we're talking to and who our target audience is. But um, yeah, I actually, and my coach taught me a couple of years ago to write a list of who that ideal client is. And I mean list, detailed list, like um, have money that, that they can afford to spend on my services, um, uh, are heartfelt, genuine, trustworthy, all of those traits and values that align with yours, um, not just the detail in terms of, you know, female or male age between mum that's important but also you know who do they follow who are their influences what books are they reading what podcasts do they listen to what are their interests hobbies it's quite detailed it's important to get really specific yeah when you do that for your business um or when you help your clients do that michelle do you recommend that they think of people that they know or is it an amalgamation is it a complete false like <laughs> imaginary land where how where do you draw the line it depends on where you're at with your business i mean some people might just be starting and so it's who do they want to work with is it people like you um yeah is it it, it really just depends on where you're at in your business. And often you find that it can take a good year or two to really, you know, work with a few different people to kind of go, you know what, that wasn't a really good fit. I'm just going to tweak that list. And, you know, and then obviously we know like attracts like, or when you're really clear on what you want, that the universe can deliver. So it definitely has helped me. And also, my clients with their messaging because your messaging is then tailored to that person so you know what what they're interested in and what they want to hear yeah love it okay 
anything else about the ideal client or is it time for step four? Step four, yeah. Um, it's, this is the journey map. Um, and this is my favorite part and it's actually something that a lot of people, I wouldn't say struggle with, but really requires a lot of thought and, and attention to because it's, it's what is their journey. And I just for those people that are actually watching the video, um, I just want to do this really quickly on a whiteboard. And if you're not and you're just listening, just imagine in your mind that on a piece of paper that you've got um, on the left-hand side a, a sad face and then you draw a line over to the right-hand side and you've got a happy face. Can you see that? Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah. And so when they first start working with you, they're feeling frustrated, they're overwhelmed, they're broke, they're, you know, they're, they've come to you because they need help. And then over the right-hand side of the page, once you've been through your service or your journey with them, they're feeling inspired, relieved, happy, whatever it might be. And so what we do with the journey map is what is the journey that it takes for your clients to get from feeling sad and frustrated over to feeling happy with the sad face. So I always like to try and break this down into three key pillars because, you know, it's just keeping it super simple. So what are the, what are the three steps in terms of the transformation? or the journey that they're taking. So step number one might be, as an example, um, you know, awareness. So you would write awareness down as your first pillar. So for me, it's passion as an example. And then thinking about awareness as your, as your first step to transformation, um, and I'm just talking to coaches because that's your audience, what are the five steps or five topics that you can talk about that really, that really encompass everything to do with awareness. So when you're first working with a client, it's really, what are you, are you uncovering something? How do you uncover that? What's, that? what's that process or five steps or five pieces of content or topics that you can talk about as part of that journey of awareness? And then the second pillar becomes the second main step for that, for that journey of transformation. And then the third, and you can see how easily this is building out 15 pieces of content that can literally give you 90 days worth of content. This is the foundation for the content plan. And so what you then do is let's say step number one for, or, or topic number one for awareness might be, what do you think? Give me an example. For awareness, um, uh, I don't know, uh, five signs that you have X problem. Yeah, so problem. So awareness of what the problem is. Yeah. So then what you can do is you can say, okay, let's, let's talk about that topic of problem. Um, and you can then create a blog, a long form blog. You can create a vlog, a video. You can then create shorter pieces of content that highlight some of the key things that you talk about in that post or that blog. And already even just in, in point number one of your content plan, you already have five pieces of content that you can share because you can't assume that everyone wants to watch a video and you can't assume that everyone has time to read. So to be able to kind of pick a topic and then use that topic to, to build out more content across your channels, um, you might do say 
a, a one minute video or two minute video for, for Facebook and Instagram, you'll do a longer form video on YouTube. Um, you'll do a blog for your website. Um, and then you can just do some quotes, you know, post with some quotes or yeah, that's just referencing back to the blog so that you can link it to your website. So you've got your SEO benefits there. Um, or did you see my video on this? Um, and just keep, keep coming back to that point. So when people start joining you in this journey, it's almost like literally by the time you get halfway through your content plan, you, I have no doubt you will have people hitting your inbox saying, I need to work with you. That's so rich. Oh man. <laughs> I think probably lots of light bulb moments are going on for listeners right now. Thank you, Michelle. That's yeah, just that's okay. amazing. It's, you know, and the, the, the thing is, is that it's not, you have to listen to what your audience wants to hear. Um, it's not what you think they need to hear. It's not about you. It's about them and helping them. And so that really, that exercise just really prevents you getting up in the morning and going, hi, it's Michelle, um, blah, blah, blah. Hi, Kathy. Hi, John. I'm just going for a walk in the park. Like you've lost them. You really have lost them. So it's really important that you, when you jump online and you're creating your content, you've got that structure, but yet you still can add your own tone of voice, your authenticity. and you know, your storytelling, and then you can start bringing in that experience, which positions you as the influencer. So you can see how it's all starting to link up because when you start talking about the problem, you can go, but you know what? I get it. I know that that's tough when I, this is how I felt and this is how I came through it. And so you're building connection, you're building trust because you're giving value. That is the journey. That's, that's, that's literally the journey map. Yeah, and so often, you know, a lot of businesses, a journey map is referred to when a customer first makes a purchase. Um, but for me, a journey map is everything before the purchase um, in terms of building your content plan. Everything before the purchase. In terms of your, yeah, yeah your, your yeah. content. Yeah. 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 So, and when it comes to, you know, this, I guess this, this example with the example framework you've given us here, where you do it into three steps and you have your 15 pieces of content to roll up. How does that map out over a 90 day period? How often are you posting? Does that matter? Um, is it? Yeah. Look, you know what? The algorithms change every day. It's, you know, it's really, really hard to keep track of. You know, I don't think you need to post more than sort of four or five times a week. Um, but it's important to have a mix too. So you've got your journey map of your customer and, your, and your, your content map of what you want to share in terms of your message. But then pepper through that some, some things of you living that dream life. of you. You're that happy person at the end of that content plan, your journey. So what are you doing? You know, you do a yoga on a Saturday or are you walking on the beach or are you spending time with family? So you can pepper that through your content to fill that out as well. So I kind of like to do one post a week that's kind of lifestyle. Hmm. Lifestyle. Okay, that's great. Um, are there any other steps that we need to, to cover in the plan? 
Yeah, no, there's, there is one more, but I just want to say one more thing on that one is, you know, Google your ideal client's questions to help you if you're not sure of what that journey looks like yet. So this is just a really easy tip in terms of really helping um, with headlines and really coming up with topics to talk about. So type on Google, you know, something that relates to your specialty and see what the most search phrases are. So, um, you know, what you're seeing on Google is what people want answers for. So these are great content ideas. So as an example, you know, um, if you're an interior designer, it could be how to design a kitchen or a wedding planner, you know, how to plan a wedding. Does that make sense? I think they're really, that's, that's been a massive help to my clients in terms of um, coming up with ideas for that journey map. No, that's great. Cause I, I, I mean, I work with a lot of coaches too and I have in the past and uh, you know, we can, and, and even myself, like, like we can try to like be really clever and, you know, try to answer something that's really complicated, but like, let's just go back to the basics, <laughs> answer the things that are the most searched for and then yeah. get to have our authentic expression of the answer to that really simple question. Yeah. And the other thing with the benefit of a content plan is that that's, that's got this where you've got it mapped out is that you, you imagine sharing your story and doing this journey map all on one post. You've got no guarantee that the people that you need to see that post are going to see it. So mm -hmm. the benefit of stretching it out over 90 days just gives you that consistent messaging that if they miss it, they're getting it tomorrow. And then they go back and find you. They will always go back and look for your other content when you've grabbed them. Right, right. All right. What is that last step of the? Yeah, the last, plan? the last one is um, uh, is to show up and don't overthink it. Um, you know, trust yourself and really stay true to your vision. Um, and you know what? Deep down, you really know what you want to share and what what you want to talk about. Um, so always come back to your vision. And, you know, something that's worked really well for me is I call bullshit on my mind talk and the stories in my head. You know, if, if, there, if I get to a point where I talk myself out of something or you, you, you have an idea and then your mind takes over those, those thoughts or that monkey mind and you, and you come up with all the reasons why you shouldn't, my hair looks awful today or, you know, it's raining or whatever stupid excuse we come up with, I just call bullshit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it honestly it works, mm -hmm. and it's so sim it's it's similar to Mel Robbins' five second rule, where you count back from five because you're switching, your you you're switching from your reptilian part of your brain onto your uh, prefrontal cortex, um, which is out of your thinking brain and into your your feeling brain enables you to show up. So, um, it's just the fear stopping you, and so. Um, you know, if, if you're, what you want to share and you're, what you're passionate about makes you happy and excited, then you're on the right path and don't listen to your head and just show up. And you know what? It's never going to be 100% perfect. You know, I remember the first video I did, I think it took me half a day and I did 40 takes and I literally was so convinced I was going to delete it. I'm hopeless at this. I can't do this. And you know what? I something inside me because I was really passionate about growing my business just said, stuff it. I'm posting it anyway. And I posted it and I just, I took the first step and that's it. It's just take that first step and then take the next step. And it's like, like anything else, you get better as you go along and you get more confident 
And, you know, I just, I still to this day, whenever I, I mean, I, I'm not probably posting as regularly as what I should be because I'm busy working with my clients, but I honestly just get people that I'll just run into that just go, I love your videos. Thank you so much for your message. They don't comment or like, they just, they see them. And that's the thing. It's not about how many likes or comments you get. People see it. People that need to see it and hear it, they will reach out when they need to reach out. They know you're there. Absolutely. You know, I I do want to circle back to, because, you know, I love show up and I think that's really true. But like, even for me, like committing to posting four times a week, that sounds really scary to me. Like even just a blog post a week sounds like a lot for me. Um, I love blogging and I've been blogging for nine years and I have over nine years, I've built up a repertoire, but I tend to like, you know, it's average to maybe once a month for somebody who's on a bit of a slower time frame, um, you know, who might be feeling that, Oh, four times a week. That's a lot. I don't want to do it. What what advice would you give to them and to me? (laughs) Yeah. So one thing that's, that I do and that I teach my clients to do, which really helps is you've got your, once you've got your content plan, you then know every, you've got a bit of a structure in terms of every week what you want to post. And so on a Sunday night or one, you know, one morning or one afternoon, whenever it works for you, you just schedule those posts and you don't have to look at it again. You don't have to wake up and go, I need to post that, share that post today or do that video. Just spend once a week for a couple of hours, just, you know, write that blog or, or, and then schedule that post so that it's done and you can focus on doing what you love. So yeah, it's scheduling is a big thing. Um, I definitely schedule my, and my clients schedule their posts. I mean, there, there really is so many great tools that you can use now to do that. Um, and then just have fun with your stories. So stories on Instagram and Facebook are really just a kind of a really great opportunity to, to, give them a behind the scenes um, view of where you are and what you're doing and, and what you're doing in your day and, and motivating and inspiring and, and all that, whatever it is that you feel, you know, excited to share. Yeah. That's wonderful. And th- sorry, sorry, I just want to add really quickly on this too, is you don't have to do this 90 days, four times a year. For me, I do, I will, I'll do a content plan on my, and say this to my clients and then have a break because you're generating enough business from this content plan to keep you going. And so if you find you've got enough business and you want to put a hold and sometimes we go underground or we have to detach for whatever reason, that's okay to have a break and have a pause and then just fire it back up again when you're ready and start your 90 days over again. So this is the thing, like when you need to fire up your business, get your content plan out and schedule, really look at your your journey and map out your content and you'll find halfway through that content that, that you've got those clients coming in um, that you can then maybe have a break for a month or whatever it might be that you want to do. That's great. That's really good. Are there any other common places where you find people get really stuck, um, you know, with, with actually getting started with doing their content plan? Yeah, it's ask for help. You know, if, if you, if this, if, if this has resonated with you and, you and you're excited and you think I could really use that, you know, reach out and, and I'll let you know how I can help. And if not me, get somebody else because, um, you know, it, it really is, if you, if you want to grow your business and, you, and you're passionate about what you do and you want to help more people, then, 
you know, get a coach or get somebody else to help you get you to that step so that this is something that you can do on your own. So that definitely is a big recommendation because yes, even just this step, even just following these steps can be overwhelming. Sometimes you need somebody else to pull all that juice and goodness out to help you articulate your message and your keywords and things like that. So yeah, reach out. Love to be able to help if I can. Wonderful. And I know that you have an awesome um, content planning template or tool that you have on your website. Is that something that you can share with us today? Yeah, I do. You know what? I wanted to make this accessible to anyone. And so I literally designed a $27 product, which has this exercise, the content plan, and it's in, um, it's a Google sheet, but also I did it in Trello. You know, which is also just depends. So you've got the option if you prefer that um, method um, and also, um, you know, access to me for some guidance and help. So wow. that link's available on the website um, or, you know, if you want to take it up, that's that next notch. Obviously, I can help you. There's a, there's a program that I offer, uh, which is one-on-one -on -one coaching to create all this for a month. Yeah, that's wonderful. And just for people who don't know what Trello is, can you just give a quick, oh, this is what Trello is? Yeah, it's an app. Uh, it's like a to-do list on an app. Um, so yeah, it's, you, you create your list and then you create cards within that list. So, um, you know, your topic, let's just choose the content plan, you know, awareness, problem, and then you've got your five cards underneath that give you those topics. So yeah, it's, it's, the, either that or the Google Sheet, whichever one you prefer. Yeah, but so you know, it's, it's affordable so that you can follow those steps and processes or otherwise I'm here to help. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, and let's, we'll put the URL in the, in the show notes as well. But Michelle, would you like to share your URL where they can go and find that and learn more yeah. about you? It's marvelmarketinghouse.com. All right. And we'll put that link in the show notes. All right, um, Michelle, anything you'd like to, to leave our listeners with as a parting last message, specifically around content planning? Uh, no, I think I've really covered it all. Right? <laughs> I think, think you have yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th I just think, you know, marketing needs time. You need time to dedicate towards marketing mm. if you want to grow your business. This is not something that you can spend five minutes on a week. Um, it needs to be time allocated in your diary to focus on this if you want to grow and you want to grow strategically with the right people. Mm, yeah, that's great. I think it's a good reminder, a reality check. Um, yeah, and sometimes coaches need that. I'm talking to myself here. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Coach Pep Talk and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Happy coaching. <laughs>